The Witcher, Last Wish, Chapter 4, Part 3 Akas, continued Donny, rubbing his temple, since birth, I never found a reason for it, or who did it to me. From midnight to dawn, I am an ordinary man. From dawn, you saw what? Akers Park, my father, wanted to hide it. People are suspicious of mats, spells and curses in royal family could prove fatal for the dynasty. One of my father's knights took me away from court and brought me up. The two of us wandered around the world. The knight errant and his squire, and later, when he died, I journeyed alone. I can't remember who told me that a child's surprise would free me from the curse. Not long after that, I met Rogner. The rest you know. The rest we know, or can guess. Calanthe nodded. Especially that you didn't wait fifteen years agreed upon with Rogner, but turned my daughter's head before that. Pavetta, since when? The princess lowered her head and raised a finger. Do you know where you are? Since we're, you know, here. That's a, yeah, that's a spot to stop. You are in a dark tale. And here there be spooky, spooky dragons. dragons. Spooky dragons, spooky dragons. Welcome back, my friends and companions, to another episode of Endless Epic Dark Tale. Where we tell the non-family-friendly versions of stories. Not necessarily fam non-family-friendly versions of stories. As much as stories that are not family-friendly. Yeah. Yeah. That's a better way to put I it. I probably, probably went too deep into that. Oh, well, I think you kind of said the same thing twice, just with a longer sentence. Right. Well, because uh, I want to, I want to put in the emphasis that this is still endless epic. This is still our our book and story podcast. Yeah, well, yeah, allegedly, allegedly, yeah. So, but it is so we tell people. So we tell people. What, but what it really is is fifteen minutes of reading and forty five minutes of ranting about random crap. Minimum. Yeah. Minimum. Sometimes longer. I think the last two podcasts have been most reading we've done. The last two podcasts have been more reading than the entirety of the rest of the podcast combined. Right. Because... Of, At least in the case of Dark Tales. Right. Because of, because of how much was in those two parts of the part two. Yes, I am still harping on this. We just kind of sat and read through it. Right, well, and it was, to, and it was still an hour and a half. The last episode was actually an hour and forty-five minutes. It's ridiculous. Total. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, we'll 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 take out thirty minutes for rant purposes. So we'll say an hour of fifteen of reading. Come on, man. We don't have that time to read. We got to rant about stuff for forty-five <laughs> minutes. We can't. We can't deny the people our uh, forty-five that's, minutes. That's of why they're here. They're not here to listen to the story of the book that the book that the podcast is about. Gosh. I don't know, all of the people are just sitting there listening, and they're like, "God, I wish these fucking nerds would get done reading a story and get to rant." Yeah, can it. we can we get to the rant already? We want to hear their opinions. <laughs> we care more about their opinions said, than the masterful story about Geralt of Rivia. Said no one ever. 
And on that beautiful note, let us continue. Let's get back into the reading. I got some ranting to do. <laughs> uh, I doubt. I doubt. I <laughs> the princess lowered her. No. The princess lowered her head yeah. and raised a finger. There, you little sorceress, right under my nose. Let me just find out who let him into the castle at night. Let him at the ladies-in-waiting who went gathering primroses with... Who you went gathering primroses with? Primroses, dammit. Well, what am I to do with you now? Calanthe began iced. Hold on, Tersek. I haven't finished yet. Dunny, the matter's become very complicated. You've been with Pavetta for a year now, and what? And nothing. So you negotiated the oath from the wrong father. Destiny has made a fool of you. What irony, as Geralt of Rivia, present here, is wont to say. To hell with destiny. Oaths and irony, Dunny grimaced. I love Pavetta, and she loves me. And that's all that counts. You can't stand in the way of our happiness. I can, Dunny. I can. And how? Kalinthe smiled. One of her unfailing smiles. You're lucky I don't want to. I have certain debt towards you, Dunny. I've made up my mind. I ought to ask your forgiveness, but I hate doing that. So I'm giving you Pavetta, and we'll be quits. Pavetta, you haven't changed your mind, have you? The princess shook her head eagerly. Thank you, your majesty. Thank you. Dunny smiled. You're a wise and generous queen. Of course I am, and beautiful. And, and modest. And modest, yeah. <laughs> you can both stay in Sintra if you wish. The people here are less superstitious than the inhabitants of Max, and adjust to things quicker. Besides, even as Urchion, you are quite pleasant, but you can't count on having the throne just yet. I intend to reign a little longer beside the new king of Sintra. The noble Iced Tursak of Skellig has made me a very interesting proposition. Calanthe. Yes, Ice. I, I accept. I, I think that was more like Calanthe. Like long, longing. Calanthe. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or maybe it was naughty. Calanthe. <laughs> you know what? Switch. Change my mind. It was that. <laughs> Yes, I, I accept. I've never before listened to a confession of love while lying on a floor amidst fragments of my own throne, but <laughs> how did you put it, Danny? This is all that counts, and I don't advise anyone to stand in the way of my happiness. And you, what are you staring at? I'm not as old as you think. Today's youth, muttered Mausak. The apple doesn't fall far. What are you muttering, sorcerer? Nothing, ma'am. Good. 
While you're at it, I've got a proposition for you, Mausak. Pavetta's going to need a teacher. She ought to learn how to use her gift. I like this castle, and I'd prefer it remain standing. It might fall apart at my talented daughter's attack of hysteria. How about it, Druid? I just want to say, <clears throat> this turned out way better than I was expecting it to. <laughs> and better than I feel like it should have. Oh, for sure. Because yeah. she brought in a witcher to kill Dunny, because yeah. she knew he was coming. The, this whole, and, and even, even, in, even in the series, yeah. even in the show... This whole thing gets held together because of ice. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's, well, the, that's the whole reason. Like, yeah. It's not really portrayed as well here, but it's literally him keeping uh, Calanthe in check. Yeah. Because like in the in the series when uh, when Geralt jumps out to defend Dunny, Ice right. jumps with him. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow, all right. And, like, in the center is fighting off Calanthe's guards. Right. And all of the other nobles, even the guys from his own kingdom. Yeah. With Geralt to huh. defend Dunny. That, that's so... That's... I mean... That's crazy. That's... That, yeah, I, I was not expecting this. Yeah. And you get, was, like, you get a little bit more of, like, the... Uh, the the dynamic between Calanthe and Ice in the show like a little bit earlier on mm, okay um because he's he's very much like like a noble degenerate like he's very much like a like a i i'm a man of duty but i'm also a pervert kind Got of it. thing All right. like they're All standing right. there like doing like noble things right. at some point in the show <laughs> noble things uh, like <laughs> we have noble things to do well, he's today like, <laughs> <laughs> like he's hearing he's here like they're hearing testament or or something from yeah yeah like Calanthe's citizens and uh, <laughs> uh, Siri Siri says something about like not wanting to be there and and Ice says something about like something along the lines of like rather having uh, been been laid down and mounted or some shit like that well, and, and Cyrilda and Cyrilda's like, like gross and Ice kind of looks sideways at her, and they like both kind of laugh because it's kind of a, a thing. But Calanthe is sort of like embarrassed by it. Yeah, yeah. And it's yeah, and that's that's very much the dynamic is that he that's funny. he is very not serious. Yeah. And Calanthe is very like dire and serious. Uh, that's well, that's like <laughs> the way she was acting in that last th small book that we read. <laughs> right. Uh. I was like, oh, dude, this dude's like, they're either going to get like cast out or like this dude's going to get like a spear in the throat or like just get wrecked. Actually, wasn't sure what what Geralt was going to do either. I was kind of like it's on the fence about how he was going to react. Yeah, it, it does get worse, though. So let's. Oh, okay. oh, oh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> Shit. I guess I jumped the gun on that one. Uh, I'm I'm honored. I think. The queen turned her head toward the window. It's dawn. Time to... She suddenly turned to where Pavetta and Dunny were whispering to each other, holding hands, and their foreheads all but touching. Dunny? Yes, your majesty. Do you hear? It's dawn. It's already light, and you... Geralt glanced at Mausak, and both started laughing. Why are you so happy, sorcerer? Can't you see? 
Oh, oh, wow. I actually have something to say. We can. We can. Gerald assured her. We are waiting until you saw for yourself. No, no, that's, that's, that's oh, that is Mousak. You're right. My bad. <clears throat> we were waiting until you saw for yourself, snorted Mousak. I was wondering when you'd catch on. To what? That you've listed. Ooh, <clears throat> words. That you've lifted the curse. It's you who's lifted it. Said the Witcher. The moment you said, I'm giving you to Bevete, destiny was fulfilled. Exactly. Confirmed the druid. Oh, God. Said Donny slowly. So finally. Damn. I thought I'd be happier. That some sort of trumpets would play, or... Force of habit, your majesty. Thank you. Pavetta, do you hear? Mm-hmm. Said the princess without raising her eyes. <laughs> this bitch doesn't like to look at anything. <laughs> yeah, I know. She's just, like, very standoffish. She's eyes to the floor. Well, but to be fair, the last time she looked at something, she almost destroyed the castle and killed everybody. That's a good so point, yeah. Probably better. Yeah, probably better probably not. Probably better. And so, sighed Calanthe, looking at Geralt with tired eyes. All's well that ends well. Do you agree, Witcher? The curse has been lifted. Two weddings are on their way. It'll take about a month to repair the throne room. There are four dead, countless wounded. Rain Farn of Ater is half dead. Let's celebrate. <laughs> Do you know, Witcher, that there was a moment I wanted to have you? I know. But now I have to do you justice. I demanded a result and got one. Sintra is allied to Skellig. My daughter's marrying the right man. For a moment, I thought all this would have been fulfilled according to destiny anyways. Even if I hadn't had you brought in for the feast and sat next to me. But I was wrong. Rainfarn's dagger could have changed destiny, and Rainfarn was stopped by the sword held by a witcher. You've done an honest job, Garrett. Now it's a question of price. Tell me what you want. Hold on, said Dunny, fingering his bandaged side. A question of price, you say. It is I who am in debt, and it is up to me. Don't interrupt. Calanthe narrowed her eyes. Your mother-in-law hates being interrupted. Man, she... she flipped so fast remember that and you should know that you're not in any debt so happens that you were the subject of my agreement with Geralt I said we're quits and I don't see the sense in having to endlessly apologize to you for it but the agreement still binds me well Geralt your price very well said the witcher I ask for your green sash, Calanthe. May it always remind me of the color of the eyes of the most beautiful queen I have ever known. Calanthe laughed and unfastened her emerald necklace. This trinket, she said, has stones of the right hue. Keep it and the memory. May I speak? Asked Donny modestly. But of course, son-in-law, please do, please do. Aye, aye, I still say I am in your debt, Witcher. It is my life that Rainfawn's dagger endangered. 
and I would have been beaten to death by the guards without you. If there's talk of a price, then I should be the one to pay. I assure you I can afford it. What do you ask, Geralt? Dunny, said Geralt slowly. A witcher who has asked such a question has to ask. Has to ask to have it repeated. I repeat, therefore, because you see I am in your debt for still another reason. When I found out who you were in the hall, I hated you and thought very badly of you. I took you for a blind, bloodthirsty tool, for someone who kills coldly without question, who wipes his blade clean of blood and counts the cash. But I've become convinced that the witch's profession is worthy of respect. You protect us not only from the evils lurking in the darkness, but also from that which lies within ourselves. It's a shame there are so few of you. Kalanthe smiled. For the first time that night, Geralt was inclined to believe it was genuine. My son-in-law has spoken well. I have to add two words to what he says. Precisely two. Forgive, Geralt. And I, said Dunny, ask again. What do you ask for? Dunny, said Geralt seriously. Kalanthe, Pavetta, and you, righteous knight Turashak, future king of Sentra. In order to become a witcher, you have to be born in the shadow of destiny. And the very few are born like that. That's why there are so few of us. We are growing old, dying, without anyone to pass our knowledge, our gifts on to. That was a weird way to read that. We lack successors. And this world is full of evil which waits for the day none of us are left. Geralt, whispered Kalanthe. This is me? I think so. Um, Riam, I think so. Yes, you're not wrong, Queen. Dunny, you will give me that which you already have but do not know. I'll return to Sintra in six years to see if destiny has been kind to me. Pavetta, Dunny opened his eyes wide. Surely you're not. Pavetta? exclaimed Calanthe. Are you? Are you? The princess lowered her eyes and blushed, then replied. Ooh. So, crazy thing is that this is this is uh, basically the whole and complete reason why Geralt ends up being an outlaw in Sintra. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, why? So he requests the Law of Surprise. Right. And uh, Kalanthe does not take kindly to this. <laughs> She's very upset that this has now been done to her twice. <laughs> I mean, you know... Would you, like, no, I get it. I, yeah, yeah, I, I can't 100%. even. I can't even be mad at her being mad at that. It, it seems very frustrating. The law of surprise. <laughs> see, and in most instances, it, see, and and actually in in the film, Geralt is not this frank about it. 
Oh, really? Yeah. How does he? How does he? In, go about in it? the film, they treat it, and I, I, again, like the, TV show. The TV <coughs> show. Excuse me. <coughs> COVID. <coughs> oh, God. Woo. I mean, great. Now we're saying <coughs> because you said COVID. Oh, sh- I I didn't. I said Coveville. The city place. Yep. Yeah. Corona. Shit. So what I want to say. Corona, California. Corona, California. Yeah. Yeah. The Corona it, factory. It causes me to cough. I, uh, I don't. I don't. I, don't it was, I just drank. Did something. you see the tweets? On <laughs> Coro- uh, Delta tweeted out, "Who was the dipshit? Oh, yes. <laughs> Who decided I, to call this the Delta, Delta variant? <laughs> and Corona responded with, "Welcome <laughs> to the suck." <laughs> I don't think those are real tweets. I de- they're still definitely funny. not. But it was very funny. It's still funny. Whoever, um, whoever did it, bravo to you, sir or madam. Or madam, or sir madam. or madam, it could be either. Definitely, sir, but, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, uh, sorry. I'm so, sorry. So, in the show, right. Geralt essentially is like, no, you don't owe me anything, it's fine, whatever. Yeah. Um, but then uh, Dunny insists, so Geralt says, all right, you know what? Um, <laughs> all right, if you're insisting. Then he's like, then I'll invoke the law of surprise as well. <laughs> and, you know, just give me... Whatever it is that you that you have that you don't know you have, right, right, and then ha- like so, at ho- the ho- end of that scene, yeah, Pavetta then actually throws up, which indicates that she is pregnant. Uh, okay, all right, that's and then, ha- you know it's so funny. I was just talking about this the other day. If I, like how in shows she's probably further along, but how in shows like someone will have sex and like, and then like a week later they're like having morning sickness. It's like yes, that's how pregnancy works. It you, doesn't have to be at least like it, eight weeks in. I was like, you're, you're, yeah, you're, you're minimum of eight, eight to uh, twelve weeks right. before you even start experiencing anything like that. For most people, right? There are, there are exceptions to the rule, obviously. Yeah, but like it's not a week, right. <laughs> guaranteed. To... So, and then and then Geralt like gets this like surprised look on his face, like oh maybe that's not what I wanted. <laughs> I... <laughs> But then the the implication from the the recent trailer, which you and I are going to do a react video to. Sweet. The the implication from the trailer is that uh, over the course of time, while while Cyrilda, while he wasn't with Cyrilda, he came to this conclusion of like, hey, I do need a successor. I do yeah. need somebody to pass my knowledge on to. Right. And. You know, having it from such a powerful bloodline wouldn't be a bad thing. True, fair point. So that's kind of like that's kind of where he he comes, like to. But here he's like, uh, no, I know she's yeah, and I'm he's like, I'm gonna come and get straight that straight up. It's just like, look, I want <laughs> your kids. Look, you insisted. Mm-hmm. This is your fault. Um, I can't have kids. I want yours. I want yours. <laughs> I want your baby. Well, I have a question about the law, so I want your baby. <laughs> I have a question. This is like reverse Jerry Springer. Um, the law of surprise. Uh, <laughs> reverse Jerry Springer. Oh, my God. Um, that's hilarious. That's what it is. Uh but what if what if they're not what if they're not having a kid? Like, what do you get? Like how like do they go back home and he's like, I didn't know that I had this pair of boots? Yeah, no, it's, li- it's literally you get, anything. You get, like, it's, it's so weird. How do you not... Okay, well, actually, that's... No, hold on, no, that's fair, actually. I've, I've found stuff. But I forgot I had it. It's not that I didn't know I had it. 
So how does that like? What's is the that same, is same, same thing? thing? Okay. But it's not always that. Like sometimes, like he he brought up, like sometimes it's uh, the first the first thing to greet you after your long oh that's right journey okay away, yeah yeah, yeah. Right? Like, yeah. So it, it depends on on the wording, but it always it always has to be left to destiny. It's always at random. Okay. Right. Like it can't be anything. That so has... what? But what do you consider greeting? Like what if like like what? Wh- where does it draw the line? That's that's my point. Like if you, you know? go home and like your your family dog comes up to you as your it's not happening. A... You don't get my dog. Fight me. You shouldn't have agreed to the law of surprise. Fight me. <laughs> <laughs> I send a messenger ahead. Make sure the kids come first <laughs> when I get home. Make, Make sure, sure they're all at of my the door. Children greet me at the same time. <laughs> Make sure they're at the door. I don't care who does it first. You can pick. <laughs> or if you got a bad relationship with your wife, uh, honey, I want you to be at the door when waiting I get home. Me. I want you to waiting. Greet me. <laughs> I want you to be the first thing I see when I get home. <clears throat> got a twenty-six-year-old kid living in the basement. <laughs> Make sure you come out to greet me when I get home. I want to see you on the lawn. First thing. <laughs> if anybody... Oh, boy. I swear to God. If it's not you, I'm going to throw something at you. Uh, you know what? I'm actually starting to like the law of surprise. I can use this. Make it work. I'm going to start settling uh, debts that way. It's like, look. Let's invoke the law of surprise. First thing that greets me when I get home is yours you know it is it is actually <coughs> interesting I, and, and, and i i don't really like who they chose for calente in uh the show because right. again like they didn't win cat like she did a good job attitude wise right um but she did not she didn't look the part and i've i've had this complaint multiple times with characters from the witcher yeah is that they've picked so many characters that don't really look the part now cyrilda and and um, Pavetta kind of look their part. Like, they're supposed to be very fair, like, pale skins, but they're supposed to have, like, ash white hair. Yeah. Now, obviously, finding somebody with ash white hair... Well, I mean, come on. You can wake, die. Like, right. That's... It, but uh, what's, they, her, what's her name? Amelia Clark didn't have snow white hair. Was a wig, right? In, in Game of Thrones. And to be fair, in the early episodes, it looked really. Bad. It it did, it did, but it got better. That's right. what I'm. That's the point. Like, but you know, they, well, they went the next best. They went the, like the next step. Like, I, I I don't mind the change of making it like hair so blonde, like so pale blonde, that it's like it looks white. Right. Like I'm okay with that change. Because that's that like obviously it gives them the natural hair then yeah, yeah. and they found people whose complexion and hair sort of were were matching of that and it was more natural, but for Calanthe like they didn't even they didn't even bother like, they didn't got try. black hair, huh? You know because why not? And and none of the none of the warriors uh, except for maybe like one have any sort of like Scottish or Irish accents yeah. like iced. Is supposed to be very clearly supposed to be Irish, right? It's not. That that's that's, that's something. So so accents are hard. So I kind of can forgive that because like it's hard to do good accents. Well, there's a crazy, with people who aren't. But there's from a crazy that. easy way around that. Like you just hire somebody from. True, there. but 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 maybe maybe you can't find someone that looks the part that that has really, accent. They were worried about that. <laughs> also, but I well, and that's that <clears throat> that goes to my other point, like. You can control the look of the character 
in a show or movie, like a by who you cast, right, and by how you do the costume and and character design. So like why and like when you have books and comic books that are literal, like there are so few books that don't have like amazing descriptors of their characters. So few, like. It's it's almost negligible how few <laughs> so don't have great descriptors of the character. So like when a movie or TV show doesn't get it like as perfectly right as physically possible, you know, what excuse do you have? You know, one series that has uh, pretty good descriptors of its characters. What's that? The Hobbit. The Hobbit does have amazing descriptors of his characters what a what a fine segue sir into uh what book we're now going to be reading on uh, friday yeah should be exciting um yeah we we put out a poll on twitter and on uh patreon yes we did and overwhelmingly the vote was for the hobbit i'm excited i don't i i actually i haven't actually read the hobbit through and through, I've read bits and pieces of it here and there, and obviously I've seen like the cartoons and the movies, so like I know the story of the Hobbit. But yeah, I haven't actually read the book. Well, and I think that rather than us doing it, because I have it on, I have it on both Audible and on Kindle. Right. But I think rather than us doing it through Audible and Kindle, I'm gonna order us. Uh, like, like actual, actual copies. Books. I I like that. I like because I was that's how I read House Movie Castle, and it's mm. it's just, like it feels nice to read from. Yeah, a copy. like it's nice. It's nice to have the convenience of Kindle, but I I very much prefer to read. A I read like book. having a book. Yeah, I, I actually like a couple like a month or two ago. I just put up a new bookshelf in my room and like have a bunch of books on it. It's like I like books. I like books I are like, nice. I like being able to uh, know. That a tree and several young Cambodian children died. Right. So that I could have that book. Correct. Because for those of you who don't know, printer ink is made from the blood, sweat, and tears of young Cambodian children. Mm-hmm. That's why it's so expensive. That's why it's so expensive, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> uh, it's, you, you're like, what? That doesn't make sense. It's just, you know, look, we don't know the science behind it. That's just facts, right? Yeah, it's like, it's like a sacrificial. Something like, yeah, you're, yeah, we are like, you, you. So, so do, do they turn the children into ink or do they sacrifice. To the gods, and then they get ink. It's both. Oh, okay. All right. Both. Got it. You have to take a child, put them in the middle of a pentagram. Um, you have to summon Bill Gates, and then <laughs> once you once you do, and and he uh, he has to he has to come and and run an Excel sheet right on the child. Yep. Um, and once he's done that. Then he's you, gone, once he's gone through the process, do you get one single cartridge or do you get a couple? This is one. One, one cartridge. One yeah. per child. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. That's why ink is ninety-seven dollars for a cartridge, yeah. or something <laughs> to that effect. Well, uh, for 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 all of the cartridges from my printer. So, so how do they get? How, <laughs> that's ridiculous. How do they get? Um, so like the magenta, I get. Mm-hmm. Um, black, you know. Okay. Uh, but um, cyan. <laughs> uh, c- cyan is that from like the tears <laughs> of yeah, yeah. Cambodian children? Yeah, because um, you have magenta, cyan, and what's the other one? It's magenta, cyan, and yellow. It's not yellow. 
Yellow? No, is it yellow? No, it's not yellow. It's a dumb name. Like it's really long. I can't. No, it's no, no, no. It's because it, you have red, blue, and why can't I? Man, is it indigo? No, it's magenta. Hold on, I'm gonna look it up real quick because this is important. and I need to know. Yeah, this is the information that people uh, need to yeah, know. Yeah, this is yep. Uh, the printer the... colors. <laughs> printer ink colors. Printer ink. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. Uh, oh, I guess it, it literally is just yellow. It's cyan, magenta, and yellow. <laughs> That's so boring. And black, but whatever. That's weird. Why why, why, like, why wouldn't you just say red, blue, and yellow? Because it's not red, blue, and yellow. Because you have... Look, there's a little, there's a little chart. Because red is yellow and magenta. Blue is cyan and magenta. And green is cyan and yellow and black is all three of them okay but i don't give a shit that's i'm just saying and they could just as easily call it red blue and yellow <laughs> look, and i would not care look i'm just saying <laughs> but they're different colors you know that's 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 what it is like this is well this is like a black gray but like it's like a charcoal gray. it's like a charcoal gray yeah but like this isn't blue this is uh it's fucking nuclear. Blue. This is just really bad for I, dude. I, I look at blue things a whole new way. I'm just like, well, and like red's horrible because red dies. Red horrors. Like red's yeah. really bad for you. But like, I'm just like, that's you. This isn't nothing. Is this color? Yeah. <laughs> like blue is not a naturally occurring color. There's nothing. There's nothing that's this color. Anything that can't is be good. that color in nature is poisoned. <laughs> or a bird. <laughs> Or beetle of some kind, because right. like yeah, you have but no food, no yeah, food, food stuff or flower, because like you, that, there, there are there yeah, are flowers yeah. that get like blue and stuff, but like nothing edible. Well, birds are edible, I guess, but like their feathers aren't. So I just recently found out about a a type of dye that's made from a flower petal. Right. It's and it's, it's not and all it is, of them, huh? Not all of them. Well, a lot of them are. No, some they, of some are made from like berries, and some are made that's from true. Yeah. Like woods and and clays, like there are dyes made from all plethora of different things. But I just recently found out about one that's made from a, a, a like a purple flower. Yeah, and it's like it's like a it's like a violet purple uh, color, and the flower that it's harvested from, like they have to pick the young petals. So they're killing the children. Right, but more than that, like the petals of this flower are like this big. Very T tiny, tiny, less than an inch. Yeah, less like probably like two centimeters. Right. And they have to have over a thousand to make less than a to make a, like less than less than a milliliter of this. Like it's that's it's, that's wild. Hold on, hold on. So this is five hundred and ninety milliliters. <laughs> yeah. So it's 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 barely a milliliter of dye, and it's very potent. Right. So like they. they 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 end up using something like like a thousand flowers to make one ounce of this dye. Dude, that that's a, that stuff amazes amazes me. Like uh, like how certain dyes are made, how certain paints are made. Like oil paints, dude. The process to make oil paints is crazy. You know what? You know what else is crazy? And how it's we so make unique. silk. Oh, from from the silkworm. Yeah. Yeah. But there's just like a, there, there's like a bunch of old Asian ladies. Oh well, yeah. Who who sit in a room, uh, yeah. with warm water, and literally like jerk off a bunch of silkworms. Right. 
It's crazy. And it's so bizarre. <laughs> it's, it's such a weird thing. And a, a lot of people be like, well, why did you feel the need to mention that they were Asian? Because only Asians would do that. Well, and that's where it comes from. Yeah, it's like, for, well, one, yeah, it's from Asia. Like that's, but only Asians would ever think like, I want to make a jacket out of that worm. <laughs> I would actually, I don't know the origins of silk. I would actually need to look that up because I, that is well, who super... the first person who decided to jerk off a worm and then well, weave well, its very so, sensitive well, threads. You, I was like, you, you have to imagine that someone discovered it in nature and then, and then found the thing it came from. I, I, if I remember correctly, silk cords were actually before they were used for clothing were used for instruments. I believe it. I'm sure. Yeah. <clears throat> but that's what I'm saying. Like, I just, I, I, I need to look up the history of silk because it's so a like, very bizarre process well, and it hasn't changed in like thousands of years. Well, like every, every culture has like that weird thing that they do, right? Like every, every, every continent and culture has like a weird thing that is a staple of them. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, uh, you go to certain parts of like Asia, Asia in general, like Asia as a continent, and then it gets it gets more like specific when you break it down to individual countries. But right. Asia as a whole is like is like we make food and everything out of really weird shit. Yeah. Like we took everything that people were like, yeah, well that's not food, and made it into food, right? Europe is essentially like we're gonna take the least efficient route and make the most insane and unnecessary things out of it. Like most automobiles, like the invention of, of most automobiles came from, from Europe. Right. Right? And then like America's culture is essentially like, okay, so everybody else did all the trial and error and we're just going to take and do it better. <laughs> Not, we'll, we won't say, we'll, we'll give a little bit, I mean it is, but we'll give a little bit of benefit of the doubt and say, bigger. Because that's what we do. Bigger is always better. We take everything that has been done and it's like, that's cool, but have you tried it extra, extra, extra the large? German, the Germans and the Swiss were like, we will make very large trucks so it is possible for us to transport things. And then America was like, yeah, but what if you put a family of five in it and drove it to church? Literally. Right? It's, it's, we make our buildings bigger. Well, not anymore, actually. That's fucking yeah, that's Dubai. Dubai. Yeah. Those motherfuckers. They, at some point, it has to stop, right? Like, you can't... It's just not physics, dude, man. Dude, like, <laughs> India... It's crazy. India and, like, that, that section of the world, like, the Middle East... In general, like their their whole thing is like, what is the most ludicrous thing that we as a people right. could do? And like, I, this is why people need to travel more because we, once you start traveling, you realize that everybody's crazy. A hundred percent. Like the whole world's crazy. Everybody's crazy. We've just been crazy for the least amount of time. Like, I had this conversation with somebody on TikTok because I, I we were talking about like who in the world was responsible for what. Yes. Well, well, no, and so like, I was like, I, mean, I was like, I was like, there is no group in the world that has never been warlike or committed some form of atrocity. And somebody was ever. like, somebody was like, well, what about like Tibetan and Buddhist monks? I was like, dude, dude, there. Okay, so hang on. Do you know? Do you know about the Soe? Uh, the name sounds familiar. Okay, so Soe are 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 absolutely fucking just like one of my favorite things 
in history because they existed in Japan, China, and Korea. Right. Their biggest area of influence was Japan, but essentially these were Tibetan monks, right? right? Um, the large sect. They were Buddhist monks. Right. And uh, what's absolutely like these these guys were so powerful, right? Like these warriors were so strong and so influential that they were a part of every major war for like 300 years. Yeah, I believe it. Well, be, I, I'm sure it was because they mastered their mind. <laughs> not even not even that. It's just that at, at the time, martial arts were being developed right. by these monks. But, but that's what I'm saying. Like, you... Because... But that's what they do. Right. Is mastery of the mind. That's what that is. Well, and it was even like... Cause <laughs> like they, these these guys when, spend 30 years... When you talk about Buddhism, everybody's like, oh, it's, it's like peaceful. Everybody's peaceful. I'm like, like no. Like, they, 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 there were so many wars <laughs> I mean, between yeah, Tibetan now. temples. <laughs> right? Like, there were so many wars between different Buddhist temples that it's actually insane. Like, yeah. And these Soe guys were pretty much responsible... For like butchering millions, and I mean millions of people, right? In warfare, but they they were so powerful and influential that emperors and 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 other lords they would not go to war until they knew who the Soe were backing. <laughs> nice, right? Like that—that's <laughs> that's that's how that's, that's how beastly that's, these guys. That's were. cool. Yeah, you're two two warring nations. Like, all right, this this is gonna happen. We're going off. And they're like, all right, we'll uh, we'll start tomorrow. <laughs> just, I just want to, I just want to see what happens with these guys. <laughs> well, we're doing this is happening. This we're gonna do it. We're gonna do it. We're not gonna back. We're not gonna back out. I just want to want to see who they're gonna be with, and then we'll go at it. <laughs> yeah, you guys so, with us, or <laughs> so like, <laughs> and and you go anywhere in the world, and it's the same thing, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, I did. That's. That's, that's what the world was for literally, like, right now is, like, the only time. And don't get me wrong, there's famine, there's there's people warring and shit's happening. But, like, right now is the most peaceful time the world has ever been. Ever. Well, ever. Yeah. Literally ever. For the rest of the entirety of human history, it's, like, build empire. Okay, this is cool. Let's go take over some land. Oh, you're here already? That's cool. It's ours now couple hundred years maybe a thousand all right that empire falls because this empire got bigger oh, because shit. these people were inbred or whatever so that's literally that's literally history it's I the just... same thing with different parts of the world reigning power and that's that's literally it i just recently read about um uh, i was reading about like greek rulers like, right like greek and roman rulers and uh, I don't remember his name, but there was a, there was a, I think he was Roman. There was a Roman ruler who was so crazy and we're like, we don't know for sure. He may have been Greek actually, but he was a, he was a, he was a, a, an emperor or whatever. And he would have like these weird parties right? where he would only invite people who looked a certain way. Right. And it was never the same. Like it sometimes it'd be like, he'd have a party, but it'd be all bald men. Right. <laughs> Because like, you know why not? There was there was a there was a story about how he had uh, a party, but it was just men with gout. Right? Like, how do you mean? <laughs> All right. 
Yeah, yeah. right. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. But the crazy, like the the real crazy thing is that after he became the ruler, like it was said that like at the at like his major speeches, right, <clears throat> he would catapult cows and camels as gifts into Crouch. the crowd people. <laughs> like, all right, now that my speech is done, here comes the cow. <laughs> because with uh, I don't remember if it was Greeks Ooh! or Romans, but when they became emperor, it was traditional. For them to hand out like small gifts, yeah, right? yeah, that's, yeah. So <laughs> he's like small. That's not. Yeah. How, so he literally was like, "That's catapult. not. That's not how I do." Here they come. <laughs> I also just recently read about um, a a group that fought. This is completely different, but uh, camels. Uh, there was a there was a there was a battalion in the Confederate army that was called the the camel. Uh, like brigade or the camel unit or whatever <laughs> something super unique and not because, on the nose <laughs> because they had a camel who was in their ranks and it was the only camel that fought in the conf- with the like it was the only f- camel that fought in the civil war but well yeah where the fuck do you get a camel at in the united well, believe states it or n- believe it or not there was actually a good number of them prior to that in the war of uh, 1812 and then after really yeah so <laughs> What year was the War of 1812? Um, 1922. 19, yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. Uh, but they, they, they ran uh, tests in the United States to see if camels were better than mules, donkeys, and horses. Right. So there was like three different sets over a course of like 80 years where they tried to see if camels were uh, better. And the last one happened down in Texas and there were uh, about 100 camels who are war veterans who were a part of the like that's awesome. the test down in Texas awesome. and I can't remember his name his name was like old old something like old Harold or some <laughs> shit like that and you know the, the classic camel names yeah and he was he was a part of <laughs> their battalion that's really and they were named for it that's like. so bizarre yeah of course of course we had a camel brigade <laughs> I mean bring in the camels <laughs> Because, you know... So, and Geralt... Oh, actually, uh, I don't really have a way to tie this back in. Really? But I I do. I'm shocked. Camels were supposed to replace horses. And speaking of replacing horses... (laughs) (laughs) Wow. What a... What a... So, so do you you remember remember Geralt's horse's name, right? No. So, his his horse's name is Roach. Uh, okay, yes, yeah, yeah, that does sound familiar. So, what's interesting is that uh, Geralt goes through a lot of horses in the books really? and the games. Um, and Oh, yeah, wait, that's why he calls it that, right? So, well, he, he, he just <laughs> names every horse Roach. Right. So that he doesn't have to get attached. But also, in his mind, like, he's basically like, oh, all of these are the same horse. <laughs> but... <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, whatever so helps like, whatever helps him sleep at night. It's like halfway between like denying that he goes through a lot of horses. The horse genocide that he's <laughs> participating in. But also like he's too lazy to name 
That's his fair. new horse. Well, look. So he just calls all of his horses Roach. I would feel like after like the third horse, I would probably feel the same way. But that, like, that would be like that would, that would be like getting it would be like you know because people like name their cars the show, sometimes. But the show paints it like there's like this intimate relationship between Geralt and his horse. Oh really? <laughs> right. That's funny. So when when you when you start seeing like. I don't know if they're going to do it in the show, but in the books, like, he goes through a bunch of different horses. Well, I would imagine so, because, like, he, you know, he uses the horses, like, they carry his stuff, and he's, I'm sure they're pretty close in battle with him, so they're either running away or being killed by right. a monster of right. some kind. <laughs> you know, how the fuck is a horse supposed to defend itself against a Kikibora or Kikimora? Well, Kikimora, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, well, that's all I've got for right Yeah, now. I'm good. Yeah, we all can right. in, we can so, in here. Uh, <laughs> Uh, you can follow my brother over here on the Instagrams yeah, at Anshon, A-N-N-N-S-E-A-N, and of course at Real Thick Jesus over on Twitter and at The Real Thick Jesus over on TikTok, and yeah. of course, greatest photographer on uh, on TikTok as well, yep. to, where you post things eventually there we'll, about you being the greatest photographer, it's, which you it's are. Ha- it's true. The greatest visual storyteller of our time. All time. And then, of course, you guys can follow me over on Instagram and Twitter at RealStimUses, at TheRealStimUses on TikTok, and, of course, Black Dragon Tavern on all of the things. Yeah. Thank you to all of our subscribers uh, for for following the podcast. Um, shout out to everybody who enjoyed the Endless Epic rant. If you guys want more of those, please do let us know because we actually enjoy making that kind of content. And if you'd like more adult versions of that kind of content, we actually do have a third podcast that we do called uh, Who the Fuck Asked You, but it is only available for Patreon members. Yes. Uh, that being said. That's, that's it. That's it. That's it. So, uh, I guess we will see you guys the next time that we venture beyond the Phantom Tollbooth into the world of Geralt of Rivia. <laughs> so until then, stay bloodthirsty, my friends, and remember... All hail. The Black Dragons. We will see you guys next time. Bye. Bye-bye. Toasty up in this bitch. It ain't gonna work any harder than that. This room just does not get cool. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> this was meant to be the least favorite child room. You know, ah, yes. For anybody who rented up here. Right. <laughs> oh, I get my own bathroom. Sick. It's the, so hot. In the <laughs> summer, it dies. <laughs> I'm excited for this part because it's not 40 pages. <laughs> Because it's not fucking two and a half hours worth of reading. It's it's not a small story inside of a book. It was like a sub story. That that part was ridiculous. We don't need to worry about what the story's sexual preference in way of like BDSM is all right. Sub story. It can be a dom story. It can be sub. It might have been a dom story. You're right. It's entirely up to it. All right. A moment of silence. If, if you, you please. please.